Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are gathered here today to mourn the firing. It happened, Eric. It did. John Hines on Tuesday, I believe, was, yeah, Tuesday he was relieved of his duties as the coach for your New Jersey Devils uh, after a 7-2 thumping by the Buffalo Sabres the night before. He uh, did not coach the Vegas game because he was relieved of his duties. Eric, I have to say, though, kind of weird how it all went down. Yeah, it seemed to have that news. Well, it was almost kind of leaked a little no, it, bit. It, it and... was leaked. Like, Chris Ryan from NJ.com, he's a very solid beat reporter if you follow anyone for New Jersey. So when he tweets something like what he tweeted, I honestly have a tendency to believe it. Yeah, he tweeted out something that he has a source within the organization that said within mm-hmm. the next 24 to 48 hours, John Hines was going to be relieved of his duties and uh, Elaine uh, <laughs> Nazardine, Nazardine, or Naz for short, uh, was going to be named the interim head coach. Uh, this was maybe at around 3 p.m. on Tuesday, and then 4 p.m. it was announced John Hines was fired. Yeah, uh, three hours before a game. It was, I have to admit, it probably was the right move because that crowd was going to let them hear it. Yeah, and we, we talked about it on the podcast mm-hmm. right before it happened where we were like, all right, I think it's at that point where he's going to get let go. Yeah, so it was just a weird how they handled it because literally there was something that, oh, yeah, no, he's going to get fired within 20 to 48 hours, and then all of a sudden he's fired, and it's just like, like it feels like it almost should have been announced that morning, and for some reason it wasn't. So I'm wondering if Shara was trying to talk to Hines and like, I, I, I don't know. Like I said, this is all pure speculation with everything. So John Hines, the, I mean, the, the fans get their wish. John Hines is no longer the head coach here in New Jersey. And um, since then, the Devils haven't won a single game. Oh, three and one, I believe. Yeah. I have to say, though, I will give them credit for this. They have looked a lot better. Yes, they've looked more alive the past couple games. I think Zajac said after the Nashville game, though, they are very inconsistent with mistakes, that they're they're making silly mistakes that they should not be making. So it's it's the season's definitely transitioning now into, well, another transition. You know, there's already rumors coming out that Hall looks like he's going to be traded within the next couple days. Well, the interesting point about that is everybody assumed that it was going to be Hall not wanting to sign with the organization and go to free agency, but now the rumors are that he did want to sign, but he wanted to sign a long-term deal, six to eight years, and Shiro is the one who walked away from the table. Yeah, I mean, Shiro has been... Nico's the first player that he signed to a contract that was more than four years, I believe. Before that, Damon Severson was his longest signing. So it's a very interesting how Cheryl has been managing this. And it's very interesting to hear that he went, nah, and he's looking to flip Hall now to try to get assets. Which, mm-hmm. Hall's probably going to get a lot. We could delve into the rumors each way to Sunday, but I don't think we want to go down that rabbit hole tonight. I think you and me, Eric, we just wanted to kind of talk about, like, obviously when you look at Hines overall, he was here four years, 
four and a half years, and he only made the playoffs once. So, obviously, you could look at that and kind of view it as, like, this is a failure. He failed as a coach. Some people might view it that way, yes. I feel John Hines did do a lot of good for this organization in helping them kind of reestablish themselves. The one point that I've seen floating around is John Hines failed at developing our players. He wasn't actually really that good at developing players. I completely disagree with that. I think... I I would also disagree with that. I think John Hines is a perfect coach for the AHL. I think he's the perfect coach to take a player who has the potential to get to the NHL and coach them to then take that next step and make the NHL. And basically what he did, though, at the NHL level is he took players who were probably could make it and he was able to develop them and get them to be established NHL players. Will Butcher, obviously, like, he had NHL talent. He had the transition from the college game. Did very well with that. Jesper Bratt, six-round pick. Not on anyone's radar. He was going to the OHL. All of a sudden, he makes the team out of camp. He sticks, and now he's been an established winner in our organization. Nico Heischer, he was a first overall pick. A lot of people were saying, oh, he might have to go back to juniors. He develops into a low-end first-line center. Pavel Zaka gets a lot of flack, but he is starting to turn the corner. All these guys are NHL players, and I think John Hines deserves a lot of credit for making these guys NHL players. Yes, but I think a lot of the knock on him would be, yes, he was able to do that, but maybe he then kept around some projects to try to make them into solid NHL players. People like uh, Rooney, Wood, who Wood is a NHL player, but sometimes he plays up a little high. And then I guess it would be that when you already have an established NHL player, then he is he not contributing at that point because the guy's already established. Like he's not yeah. growing them to be that next level. Yeah, and I think that's just something Hines lacks as a coach. He's been mm. really good at developing. When you look at his resume, he's been really good at developing players. He was in the United States Development League. He was in the college level. He was in the AH level. He's constantly been developing players. And I think his style, you know, when you talk a lot, to, when you see a lot of interviews with players and even like personnel within the Devils organization, everyone has nothing but praises for John Hines and his style. Yeah. And everyone says, like, I run through a wall for that guy. I think that, like, approach to coaching works really well in the AHL because literally the style of you get, you earn what you work for, that's essentially what you're doing in the AHL. You're trying to work to get to the next level. And I think Hines does a really good job at that. I just don't think he has the abilities yet to say, okay, you're here. Now you got to take that next step. Yeah, it's a fair criticism of him. I don't think it's fair to say he didn't do anything. But at the same time, I think it's a fair criticism to say that he couldn't bring somebody like Hall and push him to the next level. Yeah. Or uh, Paul Mary and make him from like a... I've always believed Paul Mary to be a solid top six but I don't see him as a first-line player. Like, push him to the next level, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think he was able to get Hall, he was able to get Palmieri, Zajac, all the veterans to buy into the system and the culture mm-hmm. and everything. But, like I said, I just don't think Hines has it in his coaching abilities yet to then push them 
to then go to the next level. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people complimented him at the end of last season. It's like, well, he took an AHL roster and basically made them perform pretty decently. And, you know, that just kind of credits to like, well, yeah, he's working with a bunch of guys who are going to love a coach like him. It's a shame that we had to fire him because I would have loved to have sent him down to Bainhamton. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the way things can ever go. Yeah. But that would have been ideal to bring him back down to the AHL and had him be the head coach there. But, you know, it's not how the cookie crumbles. No, it's not how it works. And honestly, I think you're going to see him in an NHL coaching job probably sooner rather than later. I think it might be a, an assistant where he runs the defense and maybe works on player development. I've seen a lot of people saying that he would work really well for a West Coast team, and I completely agree with that. Overall, I thought Hines did a good job in some areas. But then, yeah, there was a lot yeah. of areas where it just it just wasn't working anymore. I don't think the room ever quit on him. I just don't think it worked, if that makes sense. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, they did look slow some of those games, but when you're down 4-0, it's, it's hard not to quit on yourself, you know? Yeah, and it's just kind of like it's just another thing that's just not gone right for the Devils this season. Hall looks like he's been better the past couple games. PK's been disappointing. Yep. And that Nashville game was just kind of like, oof. he had two bad plays and one play led to a goal and the other play led to the Devils not being able to have their extra guy on the ice at the end of the game. Yeah. They take a too many men penalty at the end of the game. And when you watch the replay, PK is the one who hopped off the bench last. And, you know, there's just, uh, it's just, it sucks. Really, I think I said that a couple times already. It's just, I don't know what the answer is for that, for P.K. Subban. It's five points, you know? Yeah. He looked great in preseason, and then it just hasn't translated. I've heard some rumors that, you know, that back injury may still be bothering him. I'm not sure, but I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, maybe he's just trying too hard and that's causing a lot of the issues unfortunately it's a league where you can have a solid game for 59 minutes and make one mistake and that's all that's remembered from that game yeah so you know it's just the way things are but he definitely does need to step up his game he definitely does and honestly at this point i'm willing to kind of work through it's a growing pains again i know the devils are probably gonna have to do another i think at this point i don't think it's another rebuild i think it really is closer to a retooling yeah and then taking that next step the devils have like i said the devils have built a foundation and you know zaka's starting to look better brat's looking better gusef is looking better like the younger guys are starting to look better and boquist too don't Um, forget about jack hughes jack hughes like there's a lot of good pieces on here and with the inevitable of veterans probably going to get traded, Hall, Vatnin, and Simmons could probably get traded, and the Devils could get a lot of decent assets for them. And now, all of a sudden, now they got some better players in there. They become a lot yeah. younger. I think the goaltending is going to have to be addressed because Blackwood has been good, but then he has some periods where he struggles, and they need a backup because Schneider... Unfortunately, I think is is done after 
just watching the AHL scoreline, and I don't think Louis Duming is the answer either. Unfortunately, we've been drafting a goalie in every draft. Yeah. Uh, just trying to find one. I mean, one of the rumors I heard was Hall going to the Panthers for Spencer Knight. I mean, that would be a move. I mean, they have Bobrovsky for another, what, seven years? Yeah, but Bobrovsky hasn't been looking too good for them. And that's where the issue comes in. Yeah. So they drafted Spencer Knight, an amazing goaltending prospect. But he'd be another three years away from making a appearance. I would want to say this year and two more. Yeah. At least. So there's an issue with is Bobrovsky going to be good enough to carry it and they're just going to hold on to him. So it's a tricky situation with goalies because you can look at somebody like the Rangers, and I hate to use them as an example, but Lundqvist was a seventh round pick. Georgiev was undrafted you know sometimes it can be a crapshoot we've been taking a goalie every single draft it's just we're waiting for one to really come on and establish themselves but it just unfortunately hasn't happened yeah no i completely agree i mean even another example if you want to use like uh the pittsburgh penguins matt murray two-time stanley cup winner he's a backup right now because tristan yari has come in and has played lights out for the penguins it's like goaltending is one of the biggest crapshoots in the nhl it's like field goal kickers in the nfl yeah where it, it could it could go any either way it, they can be amazing for a long time and then suddenly something just snaps and they can't kick a field goal to save their lives yeah i mean one season carry price is winning the heart the Vesna and the Jennings and like everything under the sun and then the next season he's terrible like Carey Price has not been very good this season either and people it's been a weird year for goalies it really has Darcy Kemper is your Vesna front runner like the bat he was if I remember correctly Darcy Kemper backup for the wild who had an attitude issue I believe yeah isn't it always that though yeah I think that's always it but it's like guy was a backup and now all of a sudden he's like a Vesda finalist and he was the backup yeah. for the coyotes Rotna was the starter it's mm. it's insane to me like how goaltending can just go off the rails jordan bennington last year another good example dude was an ahl career lifer all of a sudden now he comes in has an unprecedented run and now he's an nhl starter and he seems to have broken the mold from Hamburglar and Keith Kincaid of goal. You had a hot run. He's looked really good this season for the Blues. But he's had his woes as well. Yeah. I mean, no goaltender is perfect. I really, I think the only consistent goaltender right now, Darcy Kemper would probably be one because he's just been really good. And Tuka Rask. I was going to say Tuka Rask, but wasn't there a stretch there a couple of years ago where he was really bad oh yeah i'm uh, going i'm kind of going off this season like yeah if you're going off this season he's been amazing yeah grubauer for the abs has been good but then he's had some rough games bishop has been pretty good i'll give bishop credit that he's looked a lot better bishop in dallas yeah he's been good but that team's been underperforming and with the two players like jamie ben and and tyler sagan uh, streaky it just it just felt like streaky yeah, you know, even Vasilevsky, like, I haven't really heard much from him in Tampa. Tampa seems, though, to be turning it around, and 
even though they're still not in the playoffs, when you look at their win percentage for games, like their points, they're absolutely in a playoff spot. So Anderson is still holding down his .917 save percentage as he does with Toronto. It's just like goaltending's weird. I guess Anderson would be a consistent goalie. Have you ever his, every year nine one six or nine one seven? Yeah, he's like consistently good with that. But goaltending is such a crapshoot, man. And yeah. I will say Blackwood, like I said, he's looked good, but there's some points where he also just looks bad. And it's just it's crazy, man. This season I mean a lot of times that could be just the defense that's in front of him. That's very true. And, you know, the Devils' defense is not really much to look at in terms of um, talent. I mean, there's some talented players. Like, Andy Green, I still think, is a serviceable defenseman. Will Butcher has been kind of disappointing this year. Severson has had very good games, and he's had some very bad games. PK has been not so hot. Vatnin's been really good. He's been one of the shining lights, and Vatnin is just a... Dude is just a happy dude whenever I see him. Yeah. And Tennyson is Tennyson. It, yeah, I, I I don't even know where I was going with that point, but it's just kind of like... Well, don't worry. When we get Bowen Byram uh, oh, yeah. and Ty Smith will come up, and we'll be fine, man. Just ride that wave. I mean, I know we didn't want to get too much into the rumors, mm-hmm. but... We could talk that, about uh, that one. Because that one does yeah, seem to have some legs. That what I'm hearing from that, and I'm hearing a f- four pieces, because one of the things is Colorado wants to jump out ahead and get Hall earlier, because the longer they wait towards the trade deadline is more teams can jump in, and that can cause a bidding war. Yeah. And you know how GMs get crazy around that time. So the pieces I heard from what I've been reading and keeping up with would be Connor Timmons kraut a first and then a conditional pick on hall resigning which is a a lot but i feel like they don't want to move on from connor timmons because they really like him in the organization they do and the only thing i think and i've only seen headlines i haven't read too much into it is timmons has a concussion uh history now granted if if he's healthy and he's playing healthy remember zaka had two concussions in his first two years so young players can come back from it. Timmons is still, he would be a very good prospect to get back in. And a first would be really good. Because in theory, I mean, listen, in theory, Hall goes to that avalanche team. They're most likely making the playoffs and they're probably going to make a decent run. But maybe, just maybe, Colorado misses the playoffs. And then Hall works his lottery ball magic and they get the first overall pick and we get the second. How would, wouldn't that be something? I mean, well, we'd have their first overall pick. So. I know. Imagine getting one and two in this draft. Like uh, that. I, I was talking to somebody about that. I was like, can you imagine? Just the salt levels would be astronomical. There would be calls. There, there'd be a change.org petition to Gary Petman to scrap the lottery because obviously it's not working if that's what happened. Oh, hey, that's just the deal that was put in place. You're going to want to hear this. I don't have a Gary Bettman uh, that's, that's my Gary Bettman. I got that, and I got my Mike Babcock. Which oh, is just no, I don't want. I don't even want to hear it. Oh, that's just, that. There's going get, nowhere good. We just gotta get the effort there, and um, I'm going to uh, ask one of my rookies to um, tell me which of the veterans are working hard and who's not. And um, I'm still looking for a Nicholas Lindstrom type defenseman, and uh, I think we can find one of them in Cody CC. I'm I'm still looking for a future Hall of Famer right out of the draft. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think we all are. Dude. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, Mike, what do you think is going to put the Leafs over the edge? Uh, I think we just need to get Nicholas Lindstrom in here. And Kyle Dubas is like, I can't compete. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, at the end of all this, John Hines got fired. That's basically the summary of this episode. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's it. I think. Yeah. That's so, all we got. Uh, Twitter.com slash knowyourdevils, uh, reddit.com slash r slash devils. There's a Discord. Join it. Fair warning to the people who do listen to the podcast. The next two weeks, I'm not going to be on the show. Um, yes. Because I have a life event coming up called Marriage. And ah. yeah, da, 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 if you can start some wedding bells here <laughs> so yeah it's a lot of work nah, no, no, you don't have to <laughs> so yeah i'm getting married and then i'm promptly heading on a honeymoon so i'm not going to be on the podcast eric i'm assuming you got it <laughs> yeah it'll be fine i haven't picked who's gonna guest host yet but right. it'll be fine all right so i will see you all in two weeks eric i will see you later this week yep I'll yeah. be there. And, and um, you already said I'm not allowed to have a microphone at any point during the wedding. Yeah, so. no. And yeah. I'm not playing the theme song either during the reception. I got that request, and it was promptly denied. Oh, okay. Damn, <laughs> I, I wanted to get it in there somewhere. <laughs> I could, at my vows, be like, and I, I love you so much, and I'll... Finish, finish your vows with, <laughs> and this is no your and devils. this is no your devils. Uh, yeah, that'd probably be the quickest divorce ever. Yeah, you get an annulment right on the spot. Yeah. So um, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Until then, my name is Ed. This is Eric. And this is Know Your Devils. We'll see you soon.